This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 17. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, it's Andrea here. I hope you're doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. If this is your first time here, this podcast is all about highlighting books in 15 minutes or less. So basically I take the nuggets and the actionable advice from all these fantastic authors and I highlight the book for you. That way I save you a ton of time and you're able to get all the wonderful, great information from these books. But I always recommend to delve in deeper if something really sparks an interest for you, because obviously I cannot highlight every single nugget of usable information into 15 minutes, but I do my best. So here we go. This week, I decided to kind of shake things up a little bit. I changed the focus to something very different. And the book I decided to highlight this week is called Freedom from Emotional Eating by Paul McKenna, PhD. Now this book, is, uh, I don't know about you, but everybody seems to have um, some sort of emotional eating connection or some sort of um, food addiction or something going on there. It it seems like uh, so many of my clients and including myself, I secretly have this chip addiction. And the funny part is, is that I buy these chips and I literally buy them with the intention that they're for my kids. And I realized through this program and through this book that I just read that actually I have this huge connection with weekend and celebration. And every Friday, my mom used to buy chips for our family. So I have a huge association with celebration weekend, party like it's Friday, and chips. (laughs) So chips actually make me feel really good. Anyway, so you're going to discover through this book and through the highlights, there's so many wonderful things that this author, Paul McKenna, suggests. And it's it's amazing. We are in full control and it is uh, definitely freedom from emotional eating. And he lets us know that emotional eating is the number one cause of obesity in the Western world. That's huge. So needless to say, there's there's a wonderful reason why this book is a bestseller <laughs> because a lot of people obviously struggle with this emotional eating. And if we can get freedom from this emotional eating, then awesome. Okay. So Paul McKenna, he addresses the root cause of overeating. And he also is the author of, I can make you thin and hypnotic gastric band. Um, neat concepts. It shows you that he definitely works with the the power of your mind. And do you know, one of the pieces of the happiness pie is intentional behaviors and how we have control over certain things. And it's amazing because he talks all about, um, taking action 
and making good choices. And he basically says that he's going to help stop the cycle of frustration and a self-medication with food. So wonderful, wonderful. And he helps with the vitality piece um, where when we feel good, when we're eating really well, and when we have lots of vitality and good energy, then we can live life happier. And that's what this podcast is all about in selecting books. So I felt like this was a different book than I normally would purchase and also a different book that I would normally highlight. But I thought, you know what, if it's very common and it was coming up a lot with a lot of my weight management clients. And so I thought I'm going to read this book. I hadn't read it yet. All right. So number one, he talks about it, an amazing breakthrough. So basically he's saying that emotional eating is the main cause of excessive weight gain. And, um, that what we really need to do is gain better relationships with our emotions and get in touch more with our emotions and kind of connect to, um, really what are our emotions telling us? So he believes that this is an amazing breakthrough because, um, it really tells us basically, you know, why are we eating and why are we emotional eating? So he works with the natural intelligence of your body. Your body wants to keep itself fit. It wants to be healthy and it wants to be lean and it wants to function optimally. So he, throughout this book, he's all about working with your natural intelligence of your body and that you can comfortably process all your emotions. He also says that this book is not a diet, um, but rather it's a psychological and behavioral change tool. This is great because you know me, I'm all about diet revenge. (laughs) I don't believe believe in diets and I do believe in lifestyle changes and changes in choices and mindset. Um, so that's kind of why this book resonated with me, to be honest. Okay. So emotional eaters tend to use food as comfort or they use food as celebration and they use food to, um, to help them with an emotion that's going on for them. So throughout this book, he's all about, and enhancing or kind of emphasizing rather that you want to work with your natural intelligence of your body. It wants to be fit. It wants to be healthy, but it's up to us to gain psychological control and, and uh, also to process our emotions. So he also said that all humans have three things in common. We all have feelings. We all eat and we all run on habits. So his book, you'll notice, is a wonderful, it's based around that. It's based around the fact that we all eat and we all have habits and we all form habits and um, we all have emotions. So so the next part of his book is how to stop feeling bad. Uh, emotional eating kind of helps you cope with overwhelming or difficult times. So oftentimes when we emotional eat, it's become habit. So what happens is in the brain, he talks about going into the stress response or a difficult time um, or a trauma within our life. The amygdala part of our brain uh, c- that is responsible for controlling the stress response, um, it gets activated. So every time we're in these difficult times or traumas in our life, our amygdala, the part of the brain becomes activated and research suggests that it becomes streamlined and more easily activated. And so what happens is, is that people are using food, myself included, (laughs) um, or emotional, they're eating to help them cope or feel calm in stressful situations. So what it does is when we eat food, it kind of distracts us away 
away from that stress response and that part of the brain that it helps us deal with this difficult time or trauma. So he's basically saying that um, that the food is helping us to stop feel feeling bad. So your unconscious mind it needs to create new ways of thinking. And what comes up for me is in um, positive psychology, we always talk about neuroplasticity and changing and rewiring our brain and that it is possible. So he's also talking about this in his book as well. And how to stop feeling bad is that your unconscious mind can begin new ways of thinking and processing how you feel. So he's all about resetting your brain response. So it's all about you being in the driver's seat of your brain. (laughs) So he's talking about how um, we have created habits in difficult or traumatic times that allows us to go instantly to the stress part of the brain and it becomes streamlined and chronically activated and that our response is our emotional eating to help us cope with that sense of overwhelm or difficulty in our life and that this emotional eating has become a habit. So we did talk a little bit about that you're in the driver's seat and that emotional eating can be removed. He also talked about the amygdala depotentiation theory, also called havening. Um, If you want to delve deeper into that, I highly recommend just look a little bit further into that. And uh, he's all about resetting the landscape. So let's talk, let's move on to his next section, which is all about eat less, enjoy more. And he came up with four golden rules. So his four golden rules are when, when you are hungry, that's when you eat. So only eat when you are hungry. The other one is eat what your body wants to eat. So eat what your body wants. So listening to your body, remember he's all about your body naturally sends signals. Your body is going to tell you what you want to eat. Now know the difference. Remember your body wants to eat a chocolate bar. (laughs) That isn't the message that we're trying to listen to. So we want to uh, tune in to also what it is that our body's needing. The other rule is eat consciously and enjoy every mouthful. So the other rule is when you think you are full, stop eating. These are all amazing tips, but as you can tell, it takes a degree of effort and mental control and stamina. So he also talks about trust the wisdom of your body and trust that you can make these decisions, that you can follow these four golden rules. Eat when you're hungry eat what your body wants, eat consciously and enjoy every mouthful. And when you think you're full, stop eating. It sounds so simple. (laughs) And I'm going to admit it not always is, but he is emphasizing the fact that we are the driver of our brain. We are in control. And so these are the golden rules that he's coming up with that help us eat less and enjoy more. Um, He also talked about remembering that wisdom of your body and that uh, life is just simpler when you trust your body. Listen while you're eating, like paying attention to how you're nourishing your body. And so he's kind of um, allowing you to connect with what you're putting in your body with your mind. And then, so the next section is all about emotional freedom. And uh, 
one of the exercises that he talked about is the instant calm, which is a chair exercise where you sit down and you just kind of do a meditation where you ground through your body. And you can Google probably all his meditations and all his programming as well and find it fairly easily everywhere. Um, so... So he's talking all about look at your emotions as if they're as if you're a big boss. Oh, I loved this one. This was really really cute. So he said, look at your emotions as if you were a big boss of a corporation, and all the good news comes in gold envelopes, and all the bad news comes in black envelopes. And as you keep getting gold envelopes, and you get some black envelopes, and look at those as like emotions. So good emotions are coming in, gold envelopes, bad things, bad envelopes, bad emotions are coming in black envelopes. So if you only opened up all the gold envelopes, then what happens is you're you're looking at the good emotions, and you're looking at the good news, and then you're blocking or sending back the bad news, but they're just going to keep Keep coming to you. Um, so the the moral of the story is is that uh, you need to listen to both messages: the ones that are coming in the gold envelope and the ones coming in the black envelope. You need to look at all your emotions. We can't neglect them because they are going to keep coming back um, until we acknowledge them. The other thing that's really important is that your emotions are signals or messages. So the more you ignore them, they're just going to pile up or build up and they're meant to keep you safe. So we want to acknowledge these emotions that are coming up for you. So for example, fear protects you. Anger defends you. Joy rewards you. So what you can do is simply ask, what is this emotion telling me? Or what is it about this emotion that's really important? Um, What is it? So it's more about using your thinking and your logical part of your brain uh, to really have this emotional freedom. So simply ask, what is this message telling me? What is it about this that I can't ignore? And so that's his message is basically don't ignore your emotions. (laughs) All right. Another part is an end to self-sabotage. I don't know about you, but sometimes I am a creature of self-sabotage. I don't know why we do it. It's like such a funny thing that we all do, or not all of us, but a lot of us do. And um, and so this whole section is about ending self-sabotage. So all dysfunctional behavior has a positive intention. So even when we self-sabotage, there's something positive in there. There's something that's serving us. So, um, so for example is okay. For an example is like, um, I had one lady that she was overweight and she was struggling with weight loss and I was coaching her around it. And one of the things that came up in one of our coaching sessions was that the real her, so the real me, she would say, is overweight, that she didn't really know who she was when she was slim. And so for her, that is the thing that was going on in her mind. And so she was scared to lose weight because then she was scared who is she going to be? So as you can see, that's kind of a form of self-sabotage. And, um, and yeah, the other thing, the other one is, um, I'm doing so well, I deserve a treat. I've heard that. Um, and we all, we come up with them. It's so why do we sabotage? It's so weird. But just remember when we are self-sabotaging, 
part of the that sabotage is trying to help. So if you look deeper into what is what's it trying to protect me or how can I figure this out? It's kind of digging in deeper to really create a union of this sabotage and your goal. Kind of he talked about fusing it together. And uh, he did an exercise of where you hold your goal in your right hand and then you hold that self-sabotage in the left and then you ask the self-sabotage, you know, what what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to keep me safe for? And then you try to fuse them together, bring your hands closer together and see how you can work together. So it's kind of shrinking it down. It's turning down that voice and it's uh, a wonderful tool to kind of turn down that self-sabotage or make it work for you. All right, so that's pretty incredible. He talked also about automation, how we automatically have these things that we state, uh, association like mine, (laughs) right? Or or I know there's another good one, right? Sometimes when people are self-sabotaging themselves from being successful, it's because they have a story that they tell themselves that when someone makes more money, they turn into a not-so-nice person. And that association is self-sabotaging. So uh, it's creating a new association. It's when I'm more successful and I make more money, I actually become a more generous person. Or look at all the evidence of other people that are super successful that are not mean people. (laughs) Anyway, the other thing um, that he talks about is... um, Uh, watching your imagination. So watching what is going on in your mind and, and catch yourself in sabotage thinking. So, okay. So now we're talking, oh, and this part's actually quite interesting. Then he started talking about handling success. And so all these things are, are concepts to help us get freedom from emotional eating. And as you can tell, he's gone right into the brain and it's all about really, really, really delving into understanding what's going on. What emotion am I having? What is this message trying to tell me? Um, What is it about this that's kind of creating self-sabotage? And how can I Uh, change my thinking or understand that it's trying to help me? What's the message? I really love how he's encouraging us to think about our thinking, um, which is one of the major tools in positive psychology. All right, metacognition, it's called. Okay, so the next one is handling success. So when you change yourself, you also change aspects of the relationships around you. And sometimes people are worried and concerned about that fact that things might change and that relationships might change. And so what he suggests is to be prepared for that, um, that, you know, you are going to be successful and that um, look at the emotions that are coming up for you um, in terms of handling success. And that uh, he also talked about that your, your change is going to be systematic and that understand that in your brain that it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to slowly start changing and that relationships will change, but to exercise Size, nonviolent communication, dissolve con- conflict rather, and to listen empathetically and understand the people around you and, and keep processing your emotions and see them as messengers. All right, then he talked about your new life. 
Um, So it's all about recalibrating your emotions and put yourself in charge of your response to them. So this is the whole concept in his book is that to recalibrate your emotions, recognize that they're messages and not ignore them and put yourself in charge of your response to them. So basically um, pay attention to your thinking and um, remember that you are in charge of how you respond. So notice the connections and the associations that you've made um, with a certain emotions. Notice that usually emotional eating comes because you're masking uh, some sort of conflict or trauma or uh, you've created an association with something. Uh, So he's all about recalibrating your emotions and put yourself in charge of the response. Um, He also talked about stay confident and maintain your boundaries and to protect your own interests at all times so you can form your new life and so you can really stay in contact with what's important to you and and keep seeing your future self. So keep pulling yourself to your future self and uh, you're going to get more of what you focus on. So whatever you're focusing on and what you want to bring for yourself is really essential uh, to focus on in order to, to create the new life for yourself. So that's about it. The amazing breakthrough that he's talking about is the fact that our emotions are sometimes causing us to excessively eat and eat things that we wouldn't normally eat. What we need to do is recognize that that's causing obesity, that our body and overweight causing us to gain weight. Our body wants to be fit. It wants to be healthy. It doesn't want to overeat. Um, The sheer fact that food and eating actually brings about a calmness and a distraction and is a coping mechanism that becomes a habit uh, just recognizing that and stopping that, recognizing it, stopping that behavior, but looking at the emotion as a messenger. So what is this, this, um, this emotion telling me and how can I, how can I better respond? Um, and so then he talks about the golden rules of eat only when you're hungry, eat when your body wants, eat what your body wants to eat, eat consciously and enjoy every moment when you think you are full stop eating. If you follow the golden rules that he's talking about, then you'll recognize, wow, I'm actually emotionally eating right now because I don't feel like this. I'm not hungry and I'm not enjoying this. I'm not eating it consciously. So it's really cool because you can catch yourself in that moment moment by following his golden rules. It's like, wait a second, I'm in that stress response and that stress part of my brain is taking over and then I'm putting in that habit of eating excessively or choosing things that I don't really want to choose. Then he talked about emotional freedom and how your emotions are signals and messages to really, really look at what is this emotion telling me Uh, instead of turning to food, it's processing and dealing with those. Also recognize when self-sabotage kicks in um, and looking at it from a different perspective and create union between your sabotage and your goal and um, notice where you're having um, associations or you're uh, creating story in your brain or or, um, sabotage thinking and just catch it. And then he's all about handling success um, and because of your change and recognize that you are going to change and the people around you will also change, but to exercise, um, 
you know, nonviolent communication, effective listening and, uh, and communicating, and then enjoy your new life, recalibrate those emotions and put yourself in charge so that you can respond to them more effectively. This was such a great book. It came at a good time. Cause I don't know. Oh my gosh. I ate a lot of chips on the weekend and probably too many. Um, and, uh, yeah, cause it's the weekend, right? I'm supposed to celebrate with chips. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this highlight helped you. And, um, again, a, a lot of us don't feel like it, you're a bad person. If you end up emotionally eating, uh, it's very human. We are human. It's a natural coping mechanism that helps us to stop feeling bad. Um, so what we just need to do though, is just take it one step further, recognize that sometimes it becomes a habit and then also know that we're in control. We're in control of our minds and our emotions are telling us something. So just pay attention and listen. All right. Thank you so much everybody for listening and please, please, please subscribe. So you don't miss any episodes. It'll come right into your inbox. And uh, if you like hop on over to the website, I've got lots of freebies and giveaways. I read so many books that I have way too many books that I do giveaways every single month. So anyone who subscribes to my newsletter has the potential actually to receive some of these books for giveaways. So thank you so much. And I enjoy having you here as company (laughs) and feeding my reading addiction. Have a beautiful day. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books. I highlight coach and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it. No one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.